So, what are we doing? Are we recording already? Well, we should think of an intro. It's Christine and Daniel. I was actually looking for an avenue to go and go, or something, but I couldn't find it. Anyway, maybe we should do a very brief introduction. Okay, you want to go first? Sure. I'm Christine. And I'm Daniel. <laughs> I'm a girl. And I'm a guy. <laughs> I'm an introvert. I'm an extrovert-ish. Yeah, you are. You are. Um, we've been married for almost five years. Five years. And um, we just, what did we just do, Daniel? We just went to Walmart. <laughs> <laughs> so dumb. Well, well, okay. Anyway, well, we just made a big move from Honolulu to Texas, Houston, Texas. Yeah. Yeah. And what shall we call our podcast? Hello, you. Oh, I kind of like that. Okay. What was the other one you suggested? Hey, you. Oh, yeah. That works, too. You who? No. <laughs> Moving on. Okay. So we thought we were not really sure where this is going to take us, but for the time being, I've curated uh, several <clears throat> questions for us to discuss. You ready for this? Oh, or as ready as I'll ever be. Okay, since we're kind of on this whole topic about moving, since we've just moved what a week and a half ago ish, mm-hmm. um, I thought give us a quick give us a quick background as to your personal experiences with moving so far. Like, have you have you moved as a kid and where to and whatnot? Uh, personally, uh, I was born in South Carolina, and then I moved when I was three to Cali. And then I moved after the third grade to Hawaii. And I've been in Hawaii for 20 years. And in that 20 years, I've probably moved, I think, like eight times. You mean moving houses within Hawaii? Within Hawaii. Five houses in Mililani. Whoa, I didn't know. Uh, And then moved to downtown after my parents left. uh, Dorming. And then the apartments. What is that? That's wait. So five, six to downtown. Downtown. Or six to the you dorms. Just, oh, okay. Seven to the apartments. Eight to guy's house. <laughs> nine to where we first our first Eleven. place. Yeah. And then Eleven number drive. ten to uh, apartments. So Again. ten places in twenty years. Wow, that's a lot. And then here. Mm. So yeah, I've moved a lot. Okay. As for me, um, I was born in Honolulu, Hawaii. <laughs> Just Hawaii, sorry. My, our friends are going to cringe. <laughs> Just hearing that. Um, anyway, okay. So I was born in Honolulu, uh, attended, what, kindergarten in Honolulu, then moved to Japan for two years, attended first and second grade there, moved back to Hawaii for, um, from third through eighth grade, and then for my high school years i moved to irvine california and then for college moved back to honolulu to 10 uh manoa where we met oh. keep going okay um <laughs> and then yeah and then after i moved back to hawaii i was for college i was there for 10 years and then now here we are in houston texas so we both actually have interestingly um 
moved a lot, yeah? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> well, I, it's just, I just thought it was kind of interesting, yeah. Um, anyway, I thought it might be good to give our friends back home um, like a quick update as to what have we been doing this past week and a half besides, you know, I don't know. Settling. A lot of nothing. <laughs> uh, Describe our day. <laughs> a typical day. A typical day looks like waking up whenever we feel like. Mm-hmm. Uh, then nothing. <laughs> and then probably around noon, one, two, we head out and do yeah. any kind of shopping that we yeah. need to. Uh, oh, we eat lunch first before we do that. And then we go out. And then we come Mm -hmm. home, and then we do a lot more nothing, and then we eat dinner, and then we do a little bit more nothing. But somewhere in those nothings were... uh, Reading. Reading. We're... (laughs) Praying. Praying. We're fasting. Uh, We're uh, on our knees 24-7, by the way. Um, While doing nothing. While doing nothing and praying. Uh, Fasting. uh, (laughs) And eating lunch. (laughs) While fasting. On our knees. (laughs) And then um, we job search. Do a lot of job Mm -hmm. search. Yeah. Um, But yeah, exploring. Yeah. Um, But lately we visited a church and it was super good. And Mm -hmm. so we checked out um, a small group uh, this past week, and it was super good. (laughs) And yeah, that's the update. Can I intervene really fast? You sure can. You know, (laughs) so (laughs) I think this is really funny because this is um, quite the example of our personalities. But you know how you started talking about the, we visited a church. And then we went to a community group. In my head, there's like the little man running around like, no, that's what we're saving for the end. And so in my notes, I thought we would, maybe we can delve more into that towards the end. But it's just funny because you... You just told me what what have we been doing. Yeah, that's that's, that's the next update. Okay. (laughs) What else have we been doing? I mean, what, what did we do that first week? Went to a lot of Target's. Really, really just shopping and... <laughs> a lot of targets. Yeah. <laughs> multiple, multiple times. Yeah. Um, we bought a car. Oh, we bought yeah, a car. Yeah, that was big. Yeah. That's a big purchase. Mm-hmm. Literally. Big yeah. purchase. And what else? Yeah, that's pretty much it. Yeah. Anyway, um, moving along. I wanted to know what are... What is your first... Or what were your first impressions of Texas? It really still feels like Hawaii uh, in terms of the people. Mm, Um, mm -hmm. You'd expect a whole lot of Hollies in Texas or in the mainland in itself, but been seeing a lot of Asians, weirdly. Yeah. Yeah. Um, uh, Different kinds of Asians, I should say, though. Not much Japanese as Hawaii Mm -hmm. is. Um, But yeah, it's super diverse. Um, You go to, we went to Target and. I actually only saw a handful of Holly people there. Mm-hmm, um, mm-hmm. And so it's kind of weird. That in itself was very weird. Uh, didn't expect that. But um, that's my initial impression of mm. Texas. What about you? It's big. <laughs> like, it's really, really big. 
Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like there's the I think I'm overwhelmed is what I think I was I was blogging about of like the super Target and the super Walmart and the super H Mart, which is like an Asian store, you know. Um but yeah, I think I've just been really overwhelmed by how vast everything is. By the way, really quick, uh, Target, the Super mm-hmm. Target, is about the size of the Costco in Hawaii. So that's, yeah. that, that was, it was really big. Yeah. Sorry, continue. Yeah, you know what? Oddly enough, when we walked into Costco the other day, I didn't feel like, oh, we're in like a warehouse because everything feels like as big as a warehouse, right? Insanely. Yeah. yeah. That's the weird thing. Um, I think I shared this on my Instagram, but I, for the very first time in my life, have felt landlocked. Um, I actually had to Google that word because I thought that was the word, but because I've never felt it, I wasn't sure if that was the word. So I had to Google it just in case to make sure, like, is this what I'm feeling? And it is. Mm. It certainly is. Um, I think I shared with the community group last night, um, I am in no way a water person, but for some reason, I now have, like, weird cravings for, like, seeing like large expanses of water (laughs) i don't (laughs) okay but that's my first impression yeah everything's really big and we haven't even like what's the what's i don't know what's the figure of speech i'm looking for we haven't even like made a dent or whatever scratch the surface yes scratch the surface yeah okay thank you scratch the surface that's what i was looking for of like houston alone right Mm mm-hmm and so I think it's just bizarre how huge everything is. Um, next thing. So we are living with Daniel's parents right now. Yes? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know why I needed a confirmation for that. Yes, um, we are. Favorite thing about living with your parents so far? Oh, the food. Mm. Oh, the gloriousness of <laughs> Korean food. Uh, uh, I haven't posted any pictures of me, but if I did, mm. you'd probably notice that I'm actually getting a little bigger, which is the first time. <laughs> Uh, well, it's not really the first time I've been getting bigger slowly, but that's I can... like your whole life, right? Yeah, whatever. Um... Well, no, really, like <laughs> right, you're constantly getting bigger, developing. Yes, we'll, we'll go with okay. that. <laughs> um, but yeah, the food, uh, the food is very enjoyable. You know what's funny? It's funny. So when we were back in Hawaii, I remember, right? We would go to the grocery store and you'd buy like ham or you'd have like random cravings for like corn dogs or like um what else is there i forget but it's funny to see where it originated from Mm. meaning you know like when we ate corn dogs like earlier and your mom was like do you want a corn dog i'm like oh sure you know and like it's it's kind of fun to see how you would share in Hawaii, like, oh, my my mom used to make this for me all the time. And now to finally experience it firsthand of like, of, of course, we're going to have corn dogs in the freezer. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, of course, it makes sense. So I think that's been fun. My favorite thing um, so far, I, there's a lot, but I um, am very grateful we have a washer and dryer nearby. <laughs> Daniel, would you care to explain our endeavors of laundry back in Hawaii? So in Hawaii, what we would do is basically wait every two weeks to to do laundry where we would have a huge stack and then we'd go, or I'd go mostly to Mm -hmm. take it to Kapahulu Laundromat and 
do I think it would be equate to about six or seven loads of laundry. I want to say like five to six. Well, it's it's I used two three load laundry mm, mm-hmm. and I packed it, so I'm pretty sure it's more than three. Oh yeah, maybe. And then I carry two giant um, what's it called laundry baskets in, <laughs> looking like an idiot. Uh, wash it, dry it, take it home, and probably fold it like three days later because mm-hmm. it's just so much work. It's so overwhelming, yeah. But yeah, that's what laundry looked like in Hawaii. And on average, how long would you say the whole thing took? Uh, two hours was the wash just to and wash dry. Just wash and dry and to yeah. drive there, yeah. Yeah. And you remember what the worst part was? When you would drive there and forget that detergent. <laughs> Which happened a couple times. Uh, yeah. more, than, more than I wanted to. Yeah. I think I did that one time. I did that one time too. And I remember like wanting to shoot myself in the foot of like, how oh, could you forget? One time I did that and I just went to Safeway right by and just grabbed the detergent because I didn't want to go Oh, home. did you really? Yeah. Wait, I never do that. I told you I bought detergent. Really? I said, yeah, I said. Oh, the smaller one. Yeah, the, the small tight one. one. Yeah, okay. yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but yeah, so one of my favorite things right now, which is ironically, um, like we're doing laundry as we speak, um, but I am very grateful for washers and dryers that are functional and are within proximity. <laughs> no, really. But I end up wearing the same things, you know, because now they're always clean. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Okay, so a couple more questions. So, Daniel, are you homesick yet? Ooh, my homesick yet? Yes, it's a heavier question than I anticipated. No, really? Uh, I I I told people back home a long time ago that I'm a out of sight, out of mind person. Mm-hmm. So, if I don't see what I'm missing. I don't miss it. Mm-hmm. But then I'll get like random um, references to Hawaii or I get texts from people or emails from mm. people and that will make me really homesick. Um, homesick more for the people though, right? Not oh yeah, I don't so care about Hawaii as a, the as, as a place. Mm. I mean, yeah, because I don't care about the water. I don't really care about nature. Uh, the weather? I, Oh, the weather I do kind of miss. Yeah. Um, because it's freezing here. Mm-hmm. Uh, I do miss the short drives. Mm. Um, yeah. Everything being at least 15 minutes away. Yeah. Whereas here you can drive for a very long time. Um, but the people, the relationships, that's what I miss. So then what would you say... So define homesick then. If you were to give a definition of homesick, how would you define it? I want to be back. <laughs> that's it? <laughs> I mean, that's the easiest way I could say it. I guess so. Do you want me to give you like five different definitions? No, I'm just... <laughs> well, then in that case, for you, home isn't necessarily a place as much as it is a community? Home is a community for me. Of people. Because mm-hmm. hmm. if everyone from Hawaii moved... To Houston, which mm-hmm. I advise everyone should do. <laughs> um, oh, there would be nothing to miss back there. Mm-hmm. I mean, yeah, the food, the little, the beaches and all that stuff. I'm like, I'm going to kind of miss it, but mm-hmm. not where like it's going to take me home or take me back there. Mm-hmm. But I would like, I wouldn't go to Hawaii for the, for Hawaii. 
Mm-hmm. Uh, but I would go to Hawaii for the people. Yeah. So do you think you don't feel homesick because you have a community here with your parents? No, it's because it's out of sight, out of mind. Like oh. I said earlier, I don't, I don't, I don't see the people, so I don't miss them. Mm-hmm. But when I think about the people, I miss them. Mm-hmm. But do you feel at home in Houston? I don't know. I, I don't know. I guess I don't. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Interesting. <laughs> I was thinking, um, so as I mentioned earlier, um, I was feeling landlocked, right? The other day when we went to the park and we saw this little stream of water and for some reason I'm like, water, water, <laughs> like some crazy, you know, I don't know, enough deserted land or something but um yeah but so my sister um had actually sent me a text of like you know since you feel landlocked and she i think i'm gonna guess she was exercising at magic island right and she sent me like a short video of like the waves rolling in a few Mm. pictures of the sunset and it was really sweet you know and i think maybe because we're here with your side of the family um i still feel very comfortable which i'm super grateful for um, but I realized I really miss my family, hmm. you know, um, even though I hardly that. saw them when I was in Hawaii, you know, really, but there's something about like, wow, we are now many miles away. was a bizarre thought. So if you feel landlocked, do you want me to just send you random videos of water <laughs> rolling in with the sunset and palm trees? Sure. <laughs> Noted. You're going to Reddit it? No, just look for Funny, random like, cute puppies on surfboards or something. <laughs> Google images. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I I don't know if I've felt homesick. Hmm. It's very different. I was gonna say. Um, There's sorry. one moment where I felt really homesick. When was that? It was. Uh, <gasps> we've been we watching, watching... Terrace oh, yeah. House. Oh yeah. <laughs> um, for those of you who. Don't know what Terrace House is. It's mm. basically a Japanese version of the real world, mm-hmm. but it's completely different. Mm-hmm. And I'm going to spoil part of it, but um, a person leaves, and then the person who replaces the person leaving mm-hmm. is a guy from Hawaii, Armin. Mm-hmm. And so when they showed him in Hawaii, yeah, it made me really homesick. Yeah. Other than that, yeah, that had been okay. We need to do a whole other podcast on Terrace House, by the way. Okay, <laughs> For so, those who so, don't yeah. oh, know Terrace House, it's on Netflix. You guys should watch it. It's really good. Yeah, because I really want to talk about this idea of like um, Asian Americanism in the sense of maybe I should withhold all my comments right now. But you know, you know what I mean. While we're watching, I'm commenting like how Armin, who is Japanese American, you know, I'm I'm noting, I'm like, well, he's not really socializing like the Japanese people, and just being able to tell the little intricacies, you know, of like, because that's what I am, you know, I'm, mm. I can speak the language, but I'm not like sociable, <laughs> you know? So are you looking for something? No, 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 no. Oh, okay. Well, I'm looking for my phone. Oh, I just can't find it. Okay. But yeah, we'll do a whole nother podcast on Terrace House. Terrace. I think that'd be really, really interesting to talk about. So, um, okay, let's talk this. The final question I had is, um, let's talk about the church that we visited. 
-hmm. first impressions of service and then maybe first impressions of the community group. But what did you think about service? How did, how did you personally feel when you walked in? Well, maybe we should set the scene first. So this is a church in the suburbs of Houston, <laughs> surrounded by, I don't know what there are. Town, Trees and houses. Townhouses. And it's a congregation of like, what, 400? I don't 200? even know. It's, there's two services. Mm -hmm. So, but we went to the morning, early morning service, or mm -hmm. not early morning, it's nine o'clock. Um, and... My first impression going in was, <laughs> interestingly, my very first impression was, wow, it's a lot of hollies here. <laughs> I thought the same thing. <laughs> that was the very first I impression. Yeah. Um, and I uh, went in, we sat down, and we waited for service to start. And then uh, their, what's that called? Their service structure is a little different than ours. Um, was it? Yeah, it's a little different. They do one song, and then they do like a prayer, and mm. then they do like two, three more songs, two or three more songs, and then they do the they another greet. prayer. They greet. Oh, oh yeah, they mm. do the greeting, um, and then they go into the sermon, and then they end with a song, and the song is what ends it, not a prayer. That mm. was a little awkward for us. Uh, yeah, where we got. I mean, we're used to the. The, it's going to be three songs of worship, and yeah. then there's going to be a prayer, and then it's going to end. Yeah. But in this case, it was they did one song, and in, near the end of the song, they say, you're all dismissed. And then yeah. it was just, I was like, oh. It and, was like an emotional, like abrupt emotional pause. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. I forget what the, do you remember what the last song was? I Surrender All. It was I Surrender All. Mm -hmm. Okay. And then I remember I was getting pretty emotional. Yeah, just, I was, I was you know, crying. Yeah. And then in the midst of that, right? I, in the back of my head, though, I was thinking, I'm like, okay, Christine, don't get too emotional or try to try to withhold your emotions because you don't know when it's going to end, right? Uh -huh. you, you don't know when you're going to get dismissed. But, you know, oh, being musical, right? I think both of us having those musical inclinations and backgrounds, I remember thinking like, oh, okay, they're just singing the song like normal. They're not just going to cut it off. And then they and cut then it they off. Cut <laughs> and I was like, oh my gosh. Yeah. And then yeah. there's a, a, there a, a kid that came up to us yeah. after. He's and sweet. he's like... Hey, I, saw, I noticed you guys worshiping. Yeah. And I knew it took guts for him yeah. to do that. Yeah. And I, I couldn't do anything. I, my, my eyes were all watery yeah. and I was so in shock by the ending of it. Mm -hmm. and, and I felt bad, but I totally said, yep, cool, man. And yeah. totally ignored him the rest of yeah. the time. I felt really bad, but I just couldn't compose myself. It yeah. was really, it was really abrupt and really shocking. And then yeah. I saw him walk off and I felt really bad, but. Yeah. Yeah, I was like in the middle of like wiping my tears. Do you remember this? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I was like wiping my tears, and I had to like pull the Asian like <laughs> like I just smiled and <laughs> it's like the penguins in Madagascar smiled and waved. <laughs> smile and wave. Yeah, I just literally smiled and waved. Yeah. And felt bad, but um, what did you think about the teaching? The teaching was really good. Um, we're in Galatians, Galatians five. Mm -hmm. Um. I don't know, it was just it was just it was stimulating for me. Um there's multiple things that were stimulating, but one of the phrases that really caught my attention was you can be a legalist mm -hmm. about or you can be a legalist. You can be legalistic about not being a legalist. Yes. That that's what exactly yeah. what it is. And so 
that caught me off guard. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know why that one struck me really hard, but it just did. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I mean, the, the sermon was very, um, I, I mean, as an overall statement, the church felt like home. It mm-hmm. felt, mm, it felt, how would I say this? It felt like I was used to it. Mm-hmm. There was nothing new, nothing. Uh, when I say nothing new, it, I, mean, I mean that in a good way, where it wasn't like shocking, <laughs> wasn't like, oh, this is different, this is weird. Yeah. But it felt comfortable. I guess yeah. that's the way I can say it. The worship, it, most of the songs we're familiar with. I was digging that mandolin. <laughs> they were <love> you? Mandolin. <laughs> I thought that was pretty cool. And then what? They had a drummer and someone playing the Congo drums. Yeah, it was the or Congos. Something. Yeah, that was pretty cool. Um, it was a bigger band. Yeah. Um, but the worship was a, was, was a little more um, fast pace. It was yeah. a little like, it's not country, but I don't know yeah, how to say I, it. I don't, I thought the same thing. I couldn't put, label it with a genre, Yeah, you know, yeah. but I was like, this is Texas. For those of Texan. you who know the song, um, Grace Alone, mm. uh, we're used to the King's Kaleidoscope version, but the original version is by a guy named, oh, I'm going to ruin this. Dustin something. I can't remember his last name. But the way he plays it, the original writer, the way he sings it is kind of the style of um, the whole that whole first set of worship. So, yeah, it was, it was different, much different than what we're used to. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, it was still good, though, super good. Yeah. Yeah, I really liked it, too. So we had um, actually visited another church when we visited – Houston in August, right? Mm-hmm. And I remember when we both left, we liked it, but when we thought about it more, we both agreed like something. I don't. To this day, we don't really know what it is, right? Mm-hmm. Of like something was just. It was something was off, but it wasn't off as in like it was bad. Yeah, it was off as in like something didn't sit well or sit right. Yeah, with us, and it wasn't that they were like teaching anything wrong yeah, or the worship yeah. was bad. It was actually yeah. the worship was really good yeah. i i, I learned I really, a lot yeah, a lot yeah. a lot of new songs from them yeah um but yeah something didn't feel settled yeah but when we, we talked about this when we went to this past, this past church mm-hmm. like from the beginning to when we left it felt comfortable yeah and nothing felt weird yeah and so yeah that's the overall yeah I don't know if I was just being feeling emotional just because. So we had missed the first Sunday, right? Why did we miss our first Sunday? Uh, we missed our first Sunday <laughs> service because uh, it was very cold. Supposedly, um, it's one of the coldest winters in a very long time. Yeah. Uh, and my parents' car uh, battery died. Yeah. And uh, we couldn't get it fixed in time, so we didn't have a car on Sunday. Mm-hmm. Um, and so that's why we missed it. Yeah. It was an adventure. I, you know what? Maybe we can edit this part out. But I randomly thought today that, so we had actually intended to visit another church that was 45 minutes away. Mm -hmm. But because we have no concept of neighborhoods or anything in Texas, when we, you know, when I found on TGC and we really liked it, um, based upon the sermons we heard too, um, we thought, oh, this is great. And then we realized, oh my gosh, it's 45 minutes away. (laughs) You know what I thought today is I thought, I wonder... Part of me was like, oh, is the enemy trying to thwart us, you know, that first week of trying to be a part of a fellowship, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, because I think I explained this to you a while ago of, like, 
prior to moving here, I felt like, I don't know if it was like a dream when I had at night or something, but I just had this random like picture of like a lion can more easily target like a zebra or like a gazelle or something when it's not part of the flock. Mm -hmm. And I just remember thinking like, oh, I feel like God's just telling me like be on guard because you're not going to be part of a community. So you're easily like Mm -hmm. targetable, you know? Mm -hmm. Um, And so I remember just thinking like, oh, it has to be a big priority for us to find a church, you know? And commit that we can commit to and so yeah initially i was thinking oh i wonder if the enemy is thwarting us and stuff but actually today i i didn't tell you this yet but i randomly thought i wonder if god was really trying to lead us to this church Mm. because we were pretty set to visit that other church that first week and then this past sunday we were still going to visit it but then i woke up all like groggy and it was like way too early and i was like i don't feel like driving 45 minutes right and and so we ended up going to this other one that we found it was we found this church because Mm -hmm. we couldn't go to the other one it was that sunday the sunday when we were trying to figure out can we still make a service that's closer and we ended up not making it but it was during that search we found this church you're right and i mean we'll um what you call transition into talking about community in groups next but i thought for the service like i just felt like the spirit was really heavy hmm. you know like i remember walking in and kind of getting all emotional thinking like oh this is home hmm. and i think that's why maybe i felt like i don't feel homesick because hmm. home to me is a community of faith hmm. you know and that no matter our ethnic or cultural differences like we have that one bond in Christ, you know, mm-hmm. and his word and, and how he, you know, desires for us to live our lives. And we're all trying to go after the same thing. So mm-hmm. I think I really felt at home just mm-hmm. being part of a service. And, um, but yeah, the sermon was really good because, um, the passage that they went over was about freedom, right. Mm-hmm. And in your freedom, um, to serve one another in love. Mm-hmm. And, and yeah, as, as you mentioned, I, often hear sermons about um yeah like be careful not to be a legalist or whatever or Mm -hmm. you know don't go too crazy with the freedom or whatever and i'm just butchering it but i really liked how the pastor put almost an equal amount of emphasis on it's just as dangerous to be prideful about not being legalist yeah you know and i was like oh i think that really convicted me because i was like i think i fall into that a lot more of like well, at least I'm not like that, you know, but mm. I'm like, you're still a sinner. <laughs> you know? yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And so, but yeah, I thought service was really good. And then what do you think about community groups? I, oh, so my initial, um, <laughs> my initial thought of the community group was, wow, that's a lot of Asians. <laughs> <laughs> it was a lot of Hollies on Sunday service. And in this case, it was a lot of Asians, um, it actually actually felt like one of our gospel community groups mm. where it was like um like mostly our age although there were older people which mm-hmm. was really cool yeah um and it was a lot of um kind of the same season so it was very similar to uh gospel community as well as the um the community group here functions this or not functions uh structure is the same mm-hmm. we come together at a, at a place and eat and then um do a little discussion and then yeah and so um after that impression in terms of the group itself i thoroughly enjoyed it i think being 
as we said in the beginning of the podcast of how um i'm an extrovert so i need people mm-hmm. around me and it was the first time being around people that we can talk with yeah was a real i always butcher a real breath of fresh air <laughs> that's right right not fresh of breath of, no yeah breath yeah. of fresh air <laughs> and so um and it was fun. I mean, the people that we met. Um, yeah, it's just, it's just, it's just really fun. It was just really fun. I noticed for the first time that you're kind of shy. I am. I, yeah? I, I, I as the met, first as, time I noticed uh, that. Contrary to belief, I am actually a very shy person. Yeah. Um, yeah. But once I get comfortable, that's when I get loud and mm-hmm. uh, get all. Oh, what's that called? whatever is party person whatever it is but uh yeah i'm actually a very shy person i noticed that yeah 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 yeah, yeah. see how I did told you, you people. how did you think i i was in that social setting do you think i was shy too no i, I never i never thought of you as a shy person yeah isn't that funny? i never thought of you as, as a shy introverted person. as i am yeah not, like, you're not shy. shy yeah um you're quiet but not shy yeah uh i'm loud but quiet in the beginning mm. um and so I'm quiet and still quiet. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. So, yeah, I mean, uh, what, what Christine is talking about is how I was very, um, very anxious, very anxious yeah. uh, going to the group. Oh, yeah. I was uh, ner- well, I was nervous too. Uh, but yeah. And, um, but it, it, uh, what was cool is I got really comfortable with the group very mm-hmm. quickly in which I was joking with people. Uh, Christine said that uh, people were thrown off by or taken aback by my laugh, yeah. <laughs> as everyone always is. Okay, wait. So I need to paint the scene again. So it's it was this really nice, like, um, is it a townhouse? Yeah. Yes. And like um, yeah, and so there's maybe about like 15 people there. That yeah, mm-hmm. 14, 15 people. And so there wasn't enough seats around the dinner table, so we kind of split up into two groups. So there was the dinner table group, and then there was like the sofa people group. And so mm-hmm. Daniel and I, and then a couple of other people, were in the sofa um, people group. And so while we're having dinner, I just noticed whenever you would burst out laughing, like immediately I'd see these heads turn from the the dinner table group, and they'd be like, "What is going on?" Hey, I got to make but- sure that they know what they're missing, man. <laughs> I wonder, but see, a part of me was like, is it one of those, like, you know how I remember um, Jamie telling me this one time of like, with extroverts, you know, like, if they hear another group laughing, they're like, well, where's the fun? I want to join in, you know? And so I wasn't sure if it was that effect of like, oh, what are they talking about? That this guy's laughing hysterically or was it really like, wow, that guy laughs That's normally, (laughs) that's normally what it is. I just forgot that, you know. Your laugh and is by the special. way, <laughs> uh, many people have asked this question, and if you're thinking it, no, I don't laugh that loud to get attention. It's just <laughs> uh, what I do. People ask that? Yeah, I, I, I oh, was really? asked that before. Yeah, Do you laugh so that loud for people to look at you and get attention? I'm like, I had to think about it. I was like, no, because yeah. I laugh like that even at home. Yeah, what was it? Yesterday we were breaking down cardboard boxes and I don't... <laughs> here it comes. I don't, I don't even... I don't know what you and your mom were talking about. 
But basically, we're in this house and we're breaking down cardboard boxes, and I'm like in the room, you know, shoving stuff into the trash can. And I walk up, and Daniel's like on the ground, and like laughing hysterically, holding his stomach, and his mom is like saying something to him. And I was like, "What is going on?" <laughs> but you're the same at home as you're outside yeah. in that sense of like, yeah. yeah, yeah. So no, I'm not trying to get attention. Yeah. It's just what I do. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I was um really blessed because. I told you this, right? That I had actually prayed. Um, well, back in Hawaii, there was one time when, um, not that ages really matter, you know, as you get older. But I remember when I think was still in college and I didn't really have people exactly the same age as me. I had prayed and asked God, God, could you please bring someone the same age as me? And then um, Jamie mm-hmm. came. Yeah. And then I was so blessed by that, you mm-hmm. know. Um just because there's something nice to be the same age, you know, and mm-hmm, same season. Mm-hmm. Um, but I had prayed prior to coming to Houston that God would help me to become friends with someone who's Japanese. Just because I was so afraid that I was going to lose my Japanese, you know. Yeah. And and the second thing is I had prayed that God would bring us friends who like to play board games. Who aren't like like super crazy board gamers, but like, you know, like enjoy board games. Mm-hmm. And the crazy thing is we met a girl yesterday in a community group around the same age, I would say, yeah. Um, I think she is the same age as you. Is she? I don't know. Yeah. Well, she's working already, yeah. But anyway, she's, um, yeah, she she's Taiwanese, right? Yeah. But she spe- speaks fluent Japanese. Mm-hmm. Um, she's and... basically Japanese in a Taiwanese body. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. And I was just really refreshed by that, you know. We were like, wow, you speak Japanese? And then for everyone else to say, like, yeah, there's not too many Japanese people here. Yeah, that's what's crazy. It's kind of, that was kind of really God's grace, you know. Just gracious to hear silly prayers like that. And mm-hmm. and even the fact that what when we were leaving, tell us what happened, Daniel. When we were leaving, um, there's another uh, couple. married couple. Mm-hmm. That's around our age, I think. They yeah. might be a little younger than us. Yeah. But, um, they said, what are you guys doing Friday? And we said, oh, we're doing nothing. He's like, do you guys want to come over and play board games? And we yeah. both freaked out. Yeah. <laughs> and they, they started talking about Resistance by Avalon. You yeah, haven't yeah. played that one no, yet. I haven't yeah. played that one. But that one's like, I feel like not everyone knows that game, you mm-hmm. know? So yeah. yeah. So yeah, that was really cool. Yeah. I mean, we'll see what happens from it, but. Yeah. Oh, the laundry's done. Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah. Uh, no, no, not at all. <laughs> I thought she was like, you know, those Christmas like carolers. No, 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 no. Yeah, started singing so I was like, what? Our laundry's yeah. done. Yeah. <laughs> Praise God for proximity. But um, that's all I have for today. Yeah. Are you looking forward to? I'm looking forward to Sunday and mm-hmm. Wednesday. Yeah. Yeah, I'm really looking forward to it. So. Yeah. Thank you, Jesus. No, really, um, <laughs> yeah. I think for those of you who have prayed for our community, uh, totally, I think that like, is... Holy smokes. Yeah. Right? It's that crazy. was really one of the most anxiety-producing topics, I guess, you know, yeah. of just finding a community of faith. and. Um, yeah, and it was one of those yeah. things that, like... Um, in terms of history of what we went through, mm-hmm. I didn't, I'd be, I thought I'd be more, um, I right. thought it would take a lot longer yeah. to find a community that yeah. 
resonate that we, with. That resonate, yeah, yeah, that we resonate with. And the fact that it was literally the second Sunday. Yeah, it's kind of crazy. It was funny because people would say, oh, you guys just checked out to the church on Sunday and you guys are already trying to get plugged in? Yeah. <laughs> Things like that. But it's yeah. like, but I mean, that's that's been our goal. That was our goal, you know, the yeah. moment we find a community that's just, let's just dive in. Yeah. That's, I'm pressing uh, to that. Yeah, because yeah. we know that our faith is dependent our relationship with God is dependent upon the community of faith. So, mm-hmm. yeah, I think that because of that, we really wanted to find one. Mm-hmm. And then once we found one, dive right in. Mm-hmm. And it's just by the grace of God that it is uh, within a week, week and a half. Yeah, you know, um, we were talking about this last night, and I hadn't mentioned this to you, but I was thinking about it, and I've been mulling over it today. But um, I had expressed last night that I still wanted to check out other you know, mm-hmm. churches and just, just to know what's in the area. Mm-hmm. Right. Um, but I was thinking about it and, and well, that's just cause my personality, right. I have to like research everything and then pick one and I end up picking the same thing that I picked originally. Right. Uh-huh. But I was really thinking about it this morning and I thought, you know what, regardless of what congregation we choose to commit to, um, in the end, it's really like, I think I really equate it to marriage of like, in like you know what I mean you can marry whoever you know I mean of course certain boundaries and stuff but um in the end it's a choice and it's a commitment mm-hmm. you know and no one's perfect mm-hmm. and I think I equate that the same way to picking a church of like yeah we're we're gonna see different sides you know and every church has its own issues and stuff and its own histories but in the long run I think we just end up choosing one that we commit to and mm-hmm. write it out right and mm-hmm. so and I think that's the important one where yeah. once you find one, you commit. Yeah. You just go all in. Yeah. Because I know a lot of people who uh, jump around. just jump around yeah. trying to find the perfect church, mm-hmm. which quite frankly, you're never going to find a perfect church. Mm-hmm. And so, but yeah, I, it really is um, <laughs> God's grace that. Yeah. We found one so quickly. I really was anticipating like a few months. Yeah, me too. And then you remember the other time you said, Christine, a few months? It might take three years. I was like, what? <laughs> and I was so disheartened by that comment. Like, hey, I got to really, be real, man. I, I know, but then I, but then I kind of freaked out. Like, oh my gosh, it could take three years. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> but I really, I really, really enjoyed this fellowship. And yeah, I'm really excited to check it out. So mm-hmm. thank you to everyone who has prayed. Yeah. That has been a huge answer to prayer. Um, yeah. And now we just need jobs. <laughs> yeah. I think that's a prayer request. If anyone's yeah. hearing this, that our prayer request now is to find a job. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's it. Yeah. But, yeah. Otherwise, this concludes our first podcast. First of podcast. What did, what did we say? Hello, Hello you. you. <laughs> <laughs> that wasn't. That wasn't time. <laughs> just shows how... Um, <laughs> Don't say it. What is it? Don't, don't. How in sync we are. Oh my gosh. Dear husband. Oh, shut up. <laughs> okay. I don't know how, do we need to make an outro? <laughs> Goodbye, everyone. Yeah. Daniel and Christine. <laughs>